Everybody, this is uh, Johnny Silvercloud back on the mic. That's Southwest Savage, and um, I'll have to say that it feels really good being out of Facebook jail. For those who have not been following, um, Facebook decided to yank my black ass up because I'm a black vo- a, pro- uh, a black voice of sound, logic, and reason concerning racism and sexism, things like that. And they wanted to, uh, you know, silence me for, seemed like two months. So what Facebook did was, was cancel, like was kill my whole account for 24 hours. And then for two, fuck, two months straight, I was not able to engage in a Facebook live. And the article, like the video that was in question for Facebook was the fact that I had a video that said, white folks need to die more in order for white folks to understand um, police aggression, you know, for them to give a damn, which is actually absolutely correct. But then again, you have uh, white folks looking at my stuff, you know, and they're like, they want to hit me up. You got Tony Tony Soto Moisture and his fucking drones and cronies. They want to take me down too. I mean, shit, man. Let's um. Okay, Sean Scott's in. Sean Scott is a very pro- he's a. He's a solid, so I'm gonna bring him in on this because he also has some words to say on on, um, on the subject at hand. So let's uh, let's do that. Add Johnson broadcast. So yes, here we go. This is uh, Johnny Silvercloud, your Southwest Savage, and um, drinking. You say what? Oh, you can hear me. Oh. Okay, so this is a way to sidestep. See, this is what I like. I love the fact that I have the ability to sidestep um, parameters at which um, that silence black folks. Because as Afrosapiophile, as the facility maker of Afrosapiophile, my whole point is to facilitate intelligent black thought. And here we have one right here. Um, so the topic today for tonight is... Um, the fact that uh, very smart brothers, who are actually very smart and very brotherly, they said that um, they had an article that said uh, black men are the white folks to black women. So, what are your thoughts on that one, Sean? <laughs> well, actually, looking at the article from uh, from a different perspective, see, black men are completely in their feelings about it, and they're not thinking subjectively is that they're being very reactionary to the article now don't get me wrong the article seems like a pander piece is it wasn't clearly thought out i mean i get all that but at the end of the day black men cis hetero black men are the white men of the black communities because when your bullies aren't around you turn into the bullies anyone who does not fit your heteronormative ideology of what your oppressors taught you you terrorize them you bully them you are the bully of the black communities when you look at now everyone has interracial intraracial issues but we're not talking about everyone else we are focusing on fixing our problems in the black community so when i say let's look at what we're doing as a collective 
Let's focus on that. Do not derail the whole conversation with, well, other people in their races do it. And that's not the point. It's about us being better. And, we, and black men, cis hetero black men, you do turn into your oppressors. You start oppressing. And you hear a lot of black men say, well, we don't have uh, power to oppress. You don't have political power. To but we have privilege. On a grand scale. Yeah, we you have don't privilege. Need power. It's like, uh, let me, let me, also, let tag me in right quick. Um, we may not have power, but we have privilege. And that power. Yeah, my fault. But uh, yeah, we don't have power, but we do have privilege. And a lot of times we use that privilege to ignore or walk away or bullshit black women when they're speaking on the issues. You know what I mean? So it's like, yes, we don't have power. I got that. Correct. But we do have privilege. All right. You know, male privilege exists. And by extension of male privilege, black men got it. And we use that. We do use that privilege a whole lot to ignore not, you know, otherwise not listen to our black women at hand. And that's the thing that gets folks the most. Like um, my stance overall concerning the article is that, you know, because I'm a writer too, I understand what, what is called hyperbole. When somebody uses an exaggeration for a point. So are we white folks to black women? I'll say no. But the point being, but the point being is that we're not listening to our black women at hand. So all these black men out here, you know, what we need to do is not get caught up on the hyperbole. Don't get caught up on the title. Don't get caught up on the, the, the title of something that's made to make, get your attention like a slap in the face, you know? So don't get caught up on what's there to get your attention. Get, you know, understand the message that is behind all that. Why are folks, you know, um, I liken it to the medical field. If uh, if I stomp my toe or if you stomp your toe, you might yell out really loud. That doesn't mean that you're really angry, but it means that you're hurting. So um, why don't we as black men understand that black women are in pain? So when people are in pain, they speak in hyperbole. They speak loud. They do yell, you know, and, and when and when folks speak loud or yell at you, you know, or, or you know, you're speaking hyperbole or not, you're the point for you as the medic is not to to get caught up in hyperbole yet you know being in the military it gave me a great experience where I dealt with you know I have friends who are actual combat medics they tell you that someone who just got shot or blown up say the craziest shit do you think I remember um, there's this thing where uh, there was an article even where this, this female medic was tending to a uh, injured injured infantryman he's and he said something about her tits or damn she's fine whatever else do you think that she's gonna call sexual harassment on the fact that he said that she let him she let him say this aggressive you know toxic crap and then she tended to his injuries she knew she was he was injured he's only doing that because he's injured why don't we see our black community our black women especially as folks who are hurting there's pain behind what is being said when you're slapped in the face there's pain behind it there's reason there's a reason why folks are taking it that far you know so that's the thing that blows my mind though man it's like why don't you just like how come these black folks don't just laugh at was like at the opening title of something and then listen in on what's, what's being said are you white no of course you're not white but the problem is that you're not listening to our black women like why do like why do why our black women have to look afar to get somebody to listen to them in the first place you know what i mean it just okay okay let me point let me let me point this out 
Now, we are a colonized, conquered group of people. And when you are colonizing, you are conquered. You had everything taken from you. You had your heritage, you had your culture, even your language. Everything was taken from us. And it was replaced with your oppressor's way of life. So what I'm saying is, even your ideology of everything we do today is based on what your oppressor set for you. So you are behaving just like them. Who taught you? Who education yep. did you learn? Who language are you speaking? Yep. You have been taught to treat your black women like crap based on how your oppressor treat his women like crap. You have been taught, and I have looked up African spirituality. I have looked up African history. I study it wholeheartedly. I have not seen African spirituality target and demonize homosexuality or black trans or anything like I've seen in European history. That is their history. That is their way of life. So you have taken it on, and you adopted it. You. We don't. We, we didn't have a choice in that. So when I'm calling that out, a lot of black men take that as a bash. I'm not bashing you. I'm holding you to a higher standard. You're not like them. We're completely different from them. But when you have their mindset, it's very freaking dangerous. I often said this. It is dangerous to us as black people for a African to have the mindset of a European because a European would never know what it's like to be African because they're not African. By far. So you were taught by your officers. So they take it as a uh, attack that I'm holding black men to a higher standard. Even this fragile masculinity like, don't get me wrong, masculinity is not toxic, but the behaviors associated with masculinity is toxic. And it's your oppressor's view on masculinity and what's masculine. That is my whole point. And then I had a bunch of black men and their feelings. (laughs) But I don't bash you, black men. I am a black man. Do you not look at me and see a black man? I share your experience as a black man. A lighter-skinned black man with light-skinned privilege, but that only goes so far, but still a black man living in this society. And when I'm talking on our issues, intraracial issues, I'm not concerned with everybody else. I'm not concerned with what Mexicans do. I'm not concerned with Jewish. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned with anything but black. My politics are black. I line up with everything black. So when I'm calling you on something, it's not me bashing you. It's me saying, hey, black man, because if you can see your way, if you can see you the way I see you, you will see your greatness. And you take it because your masculinity is so fragile because it ain't yours. It's coming from your oppressor. It's so fragile and you feel attacked. That's, let me, uh, let me. That's not you. Let That's me dive down. in with an analogy right quick. All right. So for the black men that are listening to this, um, do you have children? Because if you have children, perhaps you'll understand this. What if you have a son or daughter getting bad grades in school? What are you going to do? Or if you if you address if you address the fact that your child has bad grades, 
Are you bashing your child? Are you anti-children? No, you're not. You're like, look, you got D's and E's. I need you to get A's and B's up in this bitch. So if you want to look at it that way, we as black men, we yeah, we as black folks, black men, like the cishead especially, we or the most pro- pro- male privileged, we have been getting bad grades in this shit, man. We have been getting bad grades and and listening to black women. And if you understand, okay, <laughs> you look at the numbers of what we have in the United States. Um, the United States is 52, last month looks around 52, 53% women, right? There's roughly 44 million, 45 million black men. No, no, 40, 40, roughly 45 million black people in America. So if you take that core number, 52% of 45 million, that's how many motherfuckers you're not listening to that's how many black folks you're not listening to what's the what's the logic in that you know not only that but a lot of these black women are putting themselves in the forefront concerning this this new civil rights 2.0 you know they're like more black women writing more white black women reciting like tons of like smoking majority 90 percent of these black women are the ones that are that are in black lives matter or these other protests organizing healing healing people, becoming doctors, you know, dive back to the black community, you know, to, so we can discuss our racial trauma. You know, it's, it's like, if you're not listening to black women, who the fuck are you? You must, you, you have to be one of those motherfuckers who, who's just still... I guess you're like a Tony Soto Moisture fan or or you um you just play video games, that's it. You're still playing Madden? I mean, what the fuck, you know? I bet this motherfucker's still playing Madden. I don't know. Johnny, let me tap in on that. Let me tap in on that in, in mentioning Tommy Soto my ear. And since you brought him up. Tommy Soto my ear has built an entire platform off of the back of black women. And why does he still have a platform? Because he is not speaking negative on black men. Not yet. Why does he still have a platform? See, this is what I'm saying. If black men, see what black men don't seem to realize is that the survival of black people are on the backs of cis hetero black men. It's on your fucking back. Do better. There is no way this fucking trash panda should still be walking around here bashing your black mothers, your black sisters, your black daughters, your your, your black women. Why why ain't you stolen family. face more? Why did he felt comfortable walking around black men? You know what I mean? You know, Ben Carson don't feel comfortable walking around black men. How come this dude felt comfortable walking around black men? You know, Alonzo, Alfonso, Rachel, forgot his name, this Bama, these, 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 these pets to white supremacy, black GOP motherfuckers don't feel safe walking around black men. How come this guy does? Because, you know, because he's, because he dick rides the fuck out of us to a fault. You know, demonizing and anathematizing black women. What I seem to get. Keep on enabling that shit. What I seem to get. What I seem to get from. Not to cut you short, but what I seem to get from black men even responding to my post is that it's their feelings. Their feelings, <laughs> their feelings are feeling attacked above their people. That's the problem. If Tommy insults to my ear, and this is why I said black men, your your black cis hetero men, your depths 
taken more seriously than black women, than black SGL, which is same gender loving black people, black trans. Your SGL, death okay. is taken more seriously than any other black person. And since he's not targeting black men, black men don't see his profile and his platform as a problem because he's not attacking them. That's placing your feelings above your people. That's yeah. the problem. Uh, the black men take it. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You take critique. Not like how you dish it. You can't take criticism how you ditch it to black women. You can't take criticism how you ditch it to SGL. You can't take how you ditch it to black trans. But the minute somebody holds your balls to the fire, you get fragile. You show your vulnerability. It's so fragile. You're asking for us to coddle you in a world that hates your black ass. We do not have to coddle you. You shouldn't have to want to be the leader. You want to be this leader. Then you need to toughen the fuck up. Period. Toughen up because black women, black trans, black SGL take more criticism from everybody versus you still standing, still fighting for your ass. But you fall apart the minute somebody puts your balls to the fire. You're fragile. Tighten up, toughen up, black man. Absolutely. Toughen up, sis. Man, toughen the fuck up. Yeah, and uh, with that being said, I'll say that uh, with with Tony uh, Thomas Jerome Harris, let's call him. Let's let's blacken his ass up. Let's let's remind his young he's black. For Thomas Jerome Harris, um, (laughs) Thomas Jabroni. For Thomas Jabroni Harris, um, I will have to say that. You know, uh, when I was on this show, which was like, told, like, it shouldn't happen. And for those who were disappointed with my showing, I apologize. I just wanted to watch and see how this guy operates. And it looks like, you know, I'm just sitting, I was sitting there just letting him say whatever he wanted. Which, I mean, I guess technically that's, the, that's correct. Um, the funny thing about that is that despite the fact I just only let, I only listened to him on his own show. I let him just talk on his own show. He blocked me, though. He blocked me, though. So that lets you know how fragile this motherfucker is. He ain't your, like for these black men out there who, who elevate this guy, who think that he's just as good as, he's just as good as any social justice warrior, just as good as any protester. Just, he think he's woke. For the black men who think he's woke, I will have to tell you that your hero, you're, you are diving into a false god, a false hero. And honestly, um, as, as I, as I said in my last podcast, um, you know, we as black, you know, black folks in the you know, online, you know, we're kind of like, I like to say the black Avengers when we team up, you know, I'm like Nick Fury, you know, letting other folks facilitating other people. But um, we're like American gods. If anybody ever seen that show and me, I function like a god of intelligence or knowledge. And I will have to say for Tony, so, you know, Thomas, you know, uh, Jack off Harris, I got intel on you. I got intel on you, and it's quite damaging. And 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 trust me, son, it's coming. Um, yeah, though. But for the most part, let's uh, dive back into um, the rest. Yeah, um, this is. <laughs> I saw the I saw a guy on your on your wall. He said something like, "You just en- you enjoy watching black men and, and black men and women fight, and it's like like you're instigating, and it's like." 
whoa, 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 wait a minute. I remember distinctively, maybe last year or a couple of months back, you had a thread talking about, let's show some love some black for black folks, black men, right? And you know, um, you, you had that. So what this tells me about this guy is that he doesn't, you know, of course he doesn't do his research, but he, he doesn't know you, man. He don't know the fuck, he doesn't know you. The first time he saw you is when you're like, when you're um, speaking on this issue at hand right here, then he just went from there. And that's total bullshit. You know, and I'm like, Sean actually does stand up for black men as well. What the fuck are you talking about? You know? Every day. God Every damn. Day. God damn. Uh, Every day. See, these black men who come out the woodwork and, oh, you only bash black men. You only go against it. No, I'm not bashing y'all. I'm not bad. Do you look at me and not see a black man? It's the question I'm asking them. And none of them are answering the question. Of course you look at me and see a black man. Regardless of anything else, this is when I walk out Ooh. here in the society, they see a black man before they see anything else. Anything else. So I still get your I still get the black man experience. Even with colorism, I still get the black man experience. Now I might be a little preferred over darker skinned people because I am lighter, but I still get the black man experience. But moving on past all that, here's the problem and the issue I'm having with all of this. Like I'm calling black men to stand up together. And that's what I do. I do not bash us. Like that would be like bashing but if I'm calling us on her bullshit and hopefully I learn the heaven quiet your fucking oppressors and except when I'm at acceptance except your oppressor educated you oppressor okay except that your oppressor challenge is did their ways edgy and it like I had made a status before I said black people are still living on a taste slightly conscious. We never got to plan and whatever feeling we took black and just all Hey, Sean, you're, you're glitching up a bit, unfortunately. Your uh, your audio's yeah, exactly. Um, your um, your audio's glitching up. It's breaking up. Unfortunately, it's been doing it for a good like over fifteen seconds, around twenty seconds. It's it's still glitching a bit though. It's like it's dragging your your um, your words a bit. Um. Let me let me allow like allow me to add like another other folks onto this uh, conversation as well. Um, I saw Rachel Rachel uh, Revere on. If she's still on, um, throw her up in here. If not, uh, can you hit her up and tell her that, like you know I'm trying to tag her in. <laughs> I'm trying to tag and see see something here. Yeah, um, 
for the most part, yeah, it's, it's, I don't really understand how, how callous we are as black men on how we do not, we'll sit there and get caught up in the hyperbole of something. Damn. That means the videos being reported that will suck. Shit. <laughs> that blows. Hey, the motherfuckers report my shit. Fuck y'all. Yeah, um, how we as black men and all our strength and all that testicular fortitude, we get caught up on hyperbole and then we we attack the hyperbole versus actually listening to what black women are saying. You know, a lot of times black us we as black men, you find black men like the you know the, the guy from um very smart brothers, myself, um Sean Scott, speaking on issues, and I mean not just for one, it's right, we're right. And number two, you know, you're not listening to women, so why don't why don't we use our privilege against your system of uh ignoring the fact of the matter, whatnot. So yeah though. Um See, I'll bring some more folks up in here. Some cool folks. I mean, I'm, I'm, this right here is a black issue, so I'm looking for black folks to dive in on this. All right. So if you are white or non-black, so to speak, don't even feel bad. Don't even don't even get all butthurt that you're not being looked at for this. All right. So yeah, ML Smith. Let me see if I add you up on this joint. See what you got going on. You have any words, uh, ML Smith? I'm done my drink. Yeah. Um, we just gotta listen to our black women. We need to begin doing that. If you have not been doing that already. What are you doing in this new civil rights era as is in the first place? If you, if you have not been listening to black women right now, how come all our black women are doing all this fighting like that they are shouldering the struggle now? But when they say, hey, black man, um, what you're doing here is a bit toxic and I will appreciate it if you were to fix this. While I'm doing this fighting and struggling for all of us, we turn them a cold shoulder. I just don't understand that. You know, like, um, are you actually afraid of being called a simp? Are you are you afraid of being considered that you considered caping for black women? Not only that, but if, if it's if that's a thing. Caving for black women and as a negativism or so, why don't we, why don't we cherish that? You know, somebody wanted to say something like, well, came for that. Yo, man, you're caping as a, as a derogatory, as a pejorative. Why not own it? Why not reverse that? You know, why not be there sit there and be like, you know what? I, you know, thank you. I'm glad you, you called me caping for black women. What better honor there is to be called caping for black women? What better honor it is to be called a simp because I'm caping for black women? You know, and then once again, folks who like to say that simp is nonsense. Um, I'll say once again, your hero, Tony, uh, Thomas uh, Jabroni Harris. 
He is the biggest simp of all, and I have intel to uh, facilitate that that assessment by far, by far. Anyway, um, you guys blow my mind, man. I don't know what to say. I really don't. I don't know what to say, man. I mean, so once again, let's recap. Are black men white folks of the black community? Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. It's hyperbole. It's an exaggeration done on purpose to slap in your face and get your attention. Of course we're not the white folks. That will take a whole lot to, to do. Like, you know, and ultimately, yeah, that's no, we're not white. We're not white folks of the black community, but or white folks of black women. But what we are to black women is not listening. But we are, what we are to black women are kind of deadbeat. You know, there's a such thing. There is a such thing of a deadbeat dad. What about when you don't have children? What about when you don't have? You know, you're not a father, but you are expected to be a, a father figure or you know fatherly or use your male dominant identity to support, to buttress those who are around you, family. Do you think that the only family you have is a family that comes out of your dick? Do you think the only family you have is your mother, father, like the, the dick that you sprout out of, the pussy you jumped out of? We're all family here. So, if we're all family, if we're brothers and sisters, which is a term that we've been using for a very long time, why not consider one who is not pulling their weight deadbeat? You don't have to be a father to be a deadbeat. And a lot of these black men out here, a lot of us, let's own it, a lot of us are deadbeat in concerning this new civil rights era 2.0, concerning the concept of uh, understanding the concept of toxic masculinity, concerning the, uh, the concept of uh, domestic abuse, concerning the concept of, uh, of romantic, uh, romantic abuse, uh, relationship abuse and things like that. You know, it just it, there's just so much. And this is not to say that white folks don't do it, too. This is not to say that black women can't choose white folks. Some of them do. But so don't think that the, the con like the, the statement saying black men are the white folks to black women is drenched in uh, white saviorism. Folks are not talking about trying, attempting to saviorize white folks by removing them from critique. Let's look at this critique at hand. We, black men, the most expected to support black women have not been supporting properly. We have not been supporting well. Some folks may say stuff like, oh, what about Sean Scott? What about you, Johnny? You guys support black women. Well, yeah, we do, but we can't shoulder the responsibility alone. <laughs> we, we can't do that alone. Most folks, you know, you might see me online. You might hear me online. You might hear us online, stuff like that, but we need everybody to do this. We need everybody to pull their weight. It can't be just us. It has to be. It has to be at least fifty-two percent. At least, at least a majority. 
We're not even we're not even at that level yet. Maybe maybe eight percent of black men, you know, understand what, what what black women are saying. Actually, listen to black women when grown folks are speaking. That's low. That's less than ten. I mean, of course, you can say that I just made these percentages up, but let's look at let's look at what we got out here. So few is is so few of us, man. It's like that Muhammad Ali analogy about you know a bunch of poisonous snakes. You know, if a rattlesnake is known to be poisonous, do you think I want to sit there and wonder? I see a rattlesnake. I'm going to wonder if it's poisonous or not, based on maybe it has a genetic mutation that it does have. It has no venom. Fuck no. I'm going to sit there and shut the door, make sure those snakes don't roll up in. That's what black men. That's what black women are doing right now. If. Let's talk about your feelings, black man. Let's talk about your feelings. Let's talk about your feelings. I want to talk about your feelings. If you are hurt by the notion that you function like a white person in regards to black women, um, maybe you should reevaluate why she took it that far. Why you're being why like you're being punched in the chest so hard? It's because she feels pain and she wants you to feel it too. Maybe maybe you're you know she wants to hurt you in order for you to understand what the pain feels like. I don't know. You know I let I let the ladies talk on that one discuss that. I don't know. I'm, I'm it's an assessment, maybe speculation. Yeah, but maybe folks are in such pain that they put you through pain temporarily. They poke at your fragility because they know that's what that's the only time you feel something. These black women want us to feel how they feel. They want they want to they want us to share this moment. So are you? Are you ready? to share this moment? I don't know, I don't know, I can't call it. I can't call it. But what I'll say is that, uh, I'll bring this one to a close. What if we get like 30 something minutes and whatnot? Um, I'll say that it's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you go for your podcast. Do not let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afro File. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. 202-854-1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroSipioFile.com for everything that pertains to intelligent black thought. This is Johnny Silvercloud, Southwest Savage, the soul brother number one of a kind, signing out. Peace.